live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show, presented by Scott K. Nichols and State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your hosts, Brandon Reef and Jonathan Birdsong. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Crossroads Sports Radio, episode number 283. I'm your host, Brandon Reef. Be joined with my co-host here momentarily. Tonight, we've got plenty to talk about. College football, the national championship game, Alabama, uh, and Nick Saban. Saban retired, we've got that to talk. We've got NFL wild card weekend, uh, the matchups for the wild card, the playoffs. Me and John talk AFC and NFC playoffs. We've got some Pacers talk. Uh, IU and Purdue talk as well. So we're going to hit you up with all that and more this evening. We've got about an hour, hour 15 or so tonight. Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather, but uh, with everything that's going on today in the news, uh, it's when nature calls. So uh, Jordan flu game today, uh, and we'll get that going on. But can't do anything without the show, without my co-host here, Jonathan Birdsong. JB, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing all right, man. Happy New Year, just in case you, you can still say that. It's only January 10th, man. I know. Yeah, man, some archaic rule, man, says you can't say Happy New Year after the 5th, man. But, you know, we got to break tradition here. But, like, no, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know Brandon Reef is, you know, still underneath, underneath the weather. But yeah. sports is what it is, man. We got a, the show must go on, as Mr. Man says, man. So Brandon, John, I'm trying to have a, a quiet talk night and maybe go 45 right. minutes, and then next thing right. you know, so much Nick Nick Saban right. smacks us nah, with that he's retiring. Nah man. nah, man, I can't write. I can't even get. You can't even get no daggone. You know what I'm saying? Like, when's the last time uh, Alabama had a losing season? Right? You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's wild, man. That's, that's wild. And like I said, I know you know what I'm saying we'll uh, we'll kind of catch up to to all of it, man. But like, uh, where do you want to start it tonight? Yeah, I think we start out with college football. I think uh, we dive right in first to the national championship game, Harbaugh, Michigan. They dominate Washington, <laughs> uh, pull away late yeah. in the second half. It was a one possession game. Washington just couldn't get over that hump. But uh, Michigan, team of destiny. Gets it done, John. <laughs> Big Ten is football national champions. Well, it was going to be the Big Ten national championship anyway. It wasn't even this Washington one. Inside yep. joke, y'all. But like, no, man. All, in all seriousness, man, uh, that was that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good effort. Uh, by by Michigan, damn, damn good effort. I should say pretty good. What are you talking about? They won the game. A damn good effort by Michigan to contain. Uh, you know, say Heisman Trophy. Uh, candidate Michael Penix, uh, you know what I'm saying, didn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, get to, to him as much as they probably would like from a stat standpoint. But they did turn it up, but they did turn it over twice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, he felt uncomfortable uh like all game and like he like he's kind of the speck of the head uh, of the Washington program. Uh, the running back his name like my name like my notes are not in front of me right now, Barry Shit. So I do apologize. The running back from Washington who's a, who's a, you know say someone at elite level, couldn't get out the gate. Uh, and like I said, once you kind of take a pinnacle away, like those receivers, you know what I'm saying, that, that are noteworthy from that team, like, you know what I'm saying, if he can't throw the ball, they, he, they can't catch the ball. So uh, that's kind of what, and then like I said, run game, like I, like I had said, uh, Blake Corm and even like the secondary running back, 
kind of tore a new uh, a new one for the Washington Huskies. But like, no man, you kick your cap uh, to the to the Michigan uh, to, to the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, they raised the they raised the title. Um, everybody can talk about who they didn't play, who they did play, or who they did beat, who they didn't beat. But at the end of the day, man, they're the ones undefeated and holding up the championship. And like I said, uh, Jim Harbaugh is the head coach. Um, and like I said, uh, we salute him for it. Uh, and like I said, if you if you hate it, too bad. Just tip your hat and try to beat it next next year. <laughs> Gotta play it, John. Gotta play it. Hey man, Signetti's ready for it, bro. Signetti down in Bloomington, he's ready Signetti, for it. He may be transferring now. He may be leaving IU already. I'm hearing. He might be going down to Tuscaloosa. Uh, by the way, I, 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 I we'll get to it later on. I'll do a little precursor. Uh, I listened to Brian Evans today, John, on JMV, friend of the program. Uh, him and I heard a couple other IU alums. Uh, they think they've reached the ceiling already with Mike Woodson. And mm. it's saying they don't mm. discipline anybody. They don't bench anybody four for 15 from free throws. I'm going to precursor it, but I I was on Twitter last night with the IU fan base, and they're saying he's cooked. Unfortunately, mm. get him out. We can only hope so. The IU fan base is not happy with Woodson. Man, we we gotta talk with the rest of college football, man. But are you yeah. are Indiana 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 athletic program can't fire two coaches. <laughs> they can't fire two coaches in one calendar year, Brandon. They cannot. Uh, so, anyways, Ryan, uh, it's we get the breaking news today. Out of nowhere, mm-hmm. Nick Saban retires from Alabama. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. goat, the goat of coaching, John. Um, and you know what? Listen, Scott on our Facebook group chat is already trying to spin it. Well, I've heard this. If, if he heard anything, he would have told us a while back. He would have said something a while back. So he's trying to play it like that. No, no, no. He's sulking. He is sulking. He even said last year when he signed that eight-year eight extension, oh, he'll be here for all of it. He'll be here for all of it. Well, Saban's done. John, I think he's getting out at the right time. With the NIL, with the transfer portal, with the future yeah, with college the playoff. yeah, the playoff, the conferences. Mm-hmm. I think he's getting it out the right mm-hmm. time. I don't blame him one bit. You know, he seemed like he was uh, – uh, there was talks after the Rose Bowl yeah, and he was in a golf cart going through and he was smiling and talking with people, shaking hands like he knew that was going to be it. And I like – shout out to Alabama Athletic Department for keeping this hush-hush because you got to know they've already known this for a little bit. It was going to happen. And they have oh, probably sure. been working the phones to find that replacement. Um, yeah, uh, well, it, it already they've already lost five star, five star wide receiver Ryan Williams is just now com- decommitted from Alabama already. Going to where's he going? Colorado? Where's he going? <laughs> where's he going? Yeah, I just said he's decommitted. Uh, <laughs> so like, no man. So like, this is kind of talk openly about it, Brandon. Uh, with Nick Saban, it's, it's kind of like chaos. I kind of I put it I put a post up on Facebook uh, or Meta, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know what they what, what they call it anymore. But like, nah, man. So I don't necessarily think it's, it's chaos because there's fandom and there's media that don't know. But like you said, I think the athletic department knows and probably even got an offer out to somebody. Yeah. And, and it's kind of just wait, kind of just waiting to see the college football season end. Uh, I don't think it's a, I don't necessarily think it's going to be a big swing. 
like a Kirby Smart, uh, Kirby Smart, yeah, right, like he would leave Georgia, but like a Dabo Sweeney coming over. Uh, but like, you know what I'm saying, whoever, you know what I'm saying, whoever it is, I think, uh, like I said, I, I think it's probably somebody that's well-groomed and it's probably already, you know what I'm saying, they, somebody they already have in mind. It's not, it's not, it's not just it's a shock, like you said, Brad. It's not, this is not a shock at all. Um, they talked about candidates. Um, the five coaches, six coaches that are being named out, Dan Lanning from Oregon, he seems to be the clear-cut number one choice for uh, Alabama. Pete Thamel has said that uh, that there's, uh, well, no likely internal replacements out of Alabama. Here's a quick projected target list. Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer, who obviously coached Washington, Dabo Sweeney, Mike Norvell, James Franklin, Lane Kiffin, and Marcus Freeman, <laughs> Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't know. Spin the block on all those names, man. I could, I, I would say take Dabo off. I guess I could say like 10 seconds. I would say Dabo off. Um, I'd say take Franklin off. James Franklin? Really? Come on now. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That, but that team can't score. Uh, and I get it. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, he's worked with If you're DeBoer, I think you go. Well, you don't, I don't know what you got more to Washington next year. If you're DeBoer, you leave Washington. I do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, Brandon. It, it could it could be somebody who's already on staff. It's no, well, it's not. You know I will tell you it's not. You I, I will nothing. promise you it is not. It, Tommy Reese is the offensive coordinator. He is not going to get the job. There's people within <laughs> Alabama that are pissed off him from this year. And, John, the defensive coordinator just retired two days ago. Well, there's can, nobody I, on I know staff. We, I know we can, well, I, I mean, again, I, I really you can take Dabo Sweeney off that, uh, off that name of list, man, unless, you know what I'm saying, you know, he would wouldn't he wouldn't he already known that he was leaving? You know what I mean? If it was Dabo Swimming, I, I get it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You want to take him off the list? I, I think he's a high. I think he's high on there to go. I really do. Um, I think it's a between Lanning, DeBoer, Sweeney, and Kiffin. I think it's those those four. Um, Dan Lanning's buyout is twenty million dollars from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Kalen okay. DeBoer's is twelve million. Dabo is seven point five million, and Mike Norvell's four million. Could you imagine Florida State fans? You get left out like that because Alabama gets in, and then you lose your coach, Mike Norvell, that goes to Alabama. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Not yeah, out of the realm. But let's think about this. But let's think about this, Brandon. Are ain't there some pro coaches available? Ain't there gonna be some pro coaches available? NFL coaches? Yeah, but nobody that that would take over Alabama. I I, I really don't. Um, we didn't think Saban was going to take over Alabama. Well, I, I, I did. Yeah, you know, he he's a high-profile guy. I, I don't. Here's my thing. I, if he, people if he was Sarkeesian, 10 years younger, man, he'd be all over it. Yeah, people keep saying Sarkeesian, but I think he likes what he's got going on in Texas coming to the SEC. I don't think he would jump. Yeah, I really leaving, don't. Leaving Texas, leaving Texas to go to Alabama. Like, I don't it, – it, uh, and I know about the championship trophy that they have in Alabama right now. I mean, isn't that technically a linear move? Wouldn't that be – we're talking about Texas football, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he if, if, if Sarkeesian can win a championship, he won a Big 12 championship. They already crowned him, remember? They was – we back. No, nah, man. Nah, not with a Big 12 championship. No, nah, you got There you is uh, – apparently, everything I've been researching – everything I've been researching as well – uh, with Kiffin, uh, 
the the boosters are split. There are boosters that like Kiffin. There are boosters that don't like Kiffin, and that because he messed up. Because he got a history of he fumbled the bag at USC. You know what I'm saying? He also fumbled the bag at Tennessee. He got his hat. I want him to get it so bad. Uh, but I honestly think it's a, a two-horse race, three-horse race. I think it's honestly three horses, Lanning, Dabo, mm. and DeBoer. If DeBoer is interested, no I would see why he would not leave. Because I don't, no I don't think the cup is full. Who? Uh, I, I, right. I said Jeff Saturday. I'm joking. Stop it. <laughs> How about Bill Belichick? They just take a swap. Yeah, nah, Belichick man, goes to uh, Alabama and uh, Saban goes to New England. God, wouldn't that be he crazy? He ain't got fired. He hasn't got fired yet. He hasn't been replaced. Oh, no, he's not going to get fired as coach. Nick Rick Saban. Now uh, Belichick's going to resign uh, probably tomorrow or Friday mm. as head mm. coach. He will stay as general manager and they will hire Mike Vrabel as their new head coach. It's a marriage, perfect marriage. Is the, as much is as I don't want it to. Is little Josh, is he coming back? Can they let him come back? In the, can he come back? In the yeah, he would be the offensive coordinator. Yep. Josh, Josh McDaniel, for all you coach lovers, thank God, thank yep. goodness you didn't get that flip-flopper. You know what I'm Third saying? Third time. Third God. time back to England. Yeah. Go back, go back to the evil empire. Maybe they can close. I mean, who's the – I mean – I think Josh McDaniel knows quarterback play. I think that's where they kind of struggled at this year, so maybe he can get that to work for him. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I get the even empire back together, man. There is talks now, John. It's it's picked up this week with a couple news reports, uh, and I know we're still in college football, but that uh, yeah. Tomlin might step away after this year and uh, just take a year off from coaching and kind of reset. That's, there's been three reports I've seen now. I tell you, if there was one coach I'd go back, hey, Mike Vrabel, I don't know if y'all know, I don't think a lot of people know this, Mike Vrabel was drafted by the Steelers. He played the first three Uh-oh. years of his career as a Steeler. Bring him back Tell home, him people. Bring him Uh-oh. back home. What? Home. Bring him home to Pittsburgh. A lot of people actually want Ryan Day fired and Vrabel go back to Ohio State. Oh, man, I just too soon for that. I like it. Uh, Ryan Day. But here's the thing, though, man. I'm concerned, Brandon. I'm concerned about the heartbeat of football and basketball when we get to IU. Like, they can't recruit their own. They can't develop their own. Remember Ohio State? And they, now, their quarterback, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. I'm not saying their quarterbacks transition to be great quarterbacks in the NFL, but their quarterbacks they used to be somebody. They, they didn't used to have to go get nobody else's quarterback. Right. And, like, what, what's recruiting look like? I'm, I'm just kind of concerned what, what's recruiting look like from some of these teams uh, kind of going further. But, like, no, nah, man, um, that's wild, man. The land of land is wild, man. Somebody yeah. messaged on Twitter that Alabama should hire Brian Ferentz. <laughs> they would riot. No, it's not that, that's it's the not offensive happen. coordinator from Iowa who couldn't get above 20 points. That's not going to happen, man. Stop <laughs> it, man. Don't be for, be for real, man. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, they would be well coached. They'd be well coached, but like, uh, maybe it'd be Tom Allen. He already took that money from Penn State. 
Tom Allen is going to be the assistant on Penn State. I think I think he's defensive coordinator, maybe. I do believe that's correct. Mike so. What if Mike Vrabel went to Alabama? God, that would be something. That'd be about the only NFL guy, John, I could see going to college. Uh, not yeah, yeah, I could yeah, right. Let me ask Vrabel. you this. Yeah. Do you see Mark Stoops leaving Kentucky possibly to go to Alabama? Didn't he? Didn't he already flirt with leaving? I did. Already, I thought. I thought he flirted yeah. with already with leaving. Uh, he's kind of just looking for a bigger, better program. That would be a bigger, better program. Uh, that would be honestly though, Brandon. I think I think that might be two, two, like maybe two steps ahead of him where he needs to be at. Uh, Kentucky hasn't necessarily, you know. But that wouldn't be a bad look. It wouldn't um, be a bad look. That sounds so, crazy. The if you're Alabama, do you uh, do you make a phone call to Urban? You have to at least make a phone call, right? Urban Meyer. Man, Urban Meyer in Alabama. Now listen, man. Here, Brandon. Hey, man. Of course. I'm just Urban asking, Meyer John. I have to ask you these questions. Of course. They won't. They won't call him. They will not call him. Urban Meyer. You know you want to say that. He will. Would he win in Alabama? Of course. Yes, he would. Like, is money green? Yes. Why wouldn't he, John? <laughs> Came back to the NFL. Why wouldn't he go back to Alabama? Why what's wouldn't he go to Alabama? Come on, though, but what's the price, dog? What's the price? Urban Meyer, what's the price? They don't. Do they got enough? Do they got enough money? John, college football needs Urban Meyer at Alabama. Yeah, that's 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 not gonna happen, man. That's that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen, man. That would be like, uh, you know, saying everybody just like Cat Williams to team with Kevin Hart. That's not gonna happen, man. You're, you're, uh, Jimbo's a free agent. He's just making that money right now. Uh, Jim, Jimbo probably makes his way back to somebody's ACC or some Big Twelve team. You know what I mean? In like another year or two, if he wants to come back to, you know, saying this chaos that is gonna be college football in the next couple of years. Does but he uh, go to Alabama? Does, <laughs> Does Dion just say fuck it at Colorado and come to Alabama? Nah, they got to see some winning first. They haven't seen enough elite level wins. What do you uh, think if they went ten and two this year? You think they went ten and two? That would have probably would have helped his cause a little bit. To auto to, to be like an automatic auto star, yeah. Because Dion is like, like the cameras follow him. That's what's going to kind of uh, carry the big twelve. Somebody just you know, messed man, me on Twitter. Go ahead. As a uh, under the radar person to take the Uh-oh. head coaching job, Uh-oh. which it sounds good, I could see him doing it. I got to know his age mm-hmm. first because if he's close to, he's about the same age as Saban, Mac Brown, the homie from from North Carolina. Yeah, nah, you speak he, Texas, he, nah, nah. They, they, they used to coach Texas. Nah, yep. He, they, they, uh, uh-uh. he got, he got he's bad. Same age. He lost. He lost. He lost recruits, bro. He lost recruits in Texas, man. Hey, Alabama ain't trying to lose no recruits to Georgia no more. Nah, it won't be him, man. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good idea, though. Maybe if he was ten years younger. That guy, like I said, it's my homie who just who just stepped away from the Seattle Seahawks was ten, fifteen years younger. He can coach anywhere. Pete Carroll yeah. coach anywhere, anywhere, any any hemisphere. But like I don't know, Brad. I think he's gonna be a young guy. I really do. Okay. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see in how long. I feel like Alabama's got some things in place um, mm-hmm. for that. So, so we'll see. John, we got everybody fighting, man. We got Cat Williams and Chris, or sorry, and Kevin Hart and Cat uh, Williams and everybody else. We've got Stephen A. Smith and your boy Whitlock going at it today. He called him. He called him a fat ass. And a piece of he said shit. This before. And he's doing his podcast tonight, so I'm gonna have to listen to that podcast tonight because Whitlock was giving a review of his book that he came out, and Whitlock called a bunch of the crock of shit. So uh, we got that going on, and then we've got our, then we've got Wink Martindale fighting with Brian Dable at, at the Giants, and he just quits. I'm out. See ya. What? Bro, they fired his brother in law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was the uh, linebackers coach? Hey, says, man, I'm out. He he said linebacker plays suck. Somebody had to answer for it. Your brother-in-law was the one. Wink was like, man, I don't want to hear. This ain't fair. Well, it probably wasn't fair. Your brother-in-law had that damn job either, man. But that's that, that's a whole other situation, man. <laughs> that's a whole other right. conversation about nepotism in sports. But like, man. The New York Giants ain't got nothing to complain about. They got to fire. They need to fire everybody, especially the people who gave Daniel Jones that big, big contract. Eat. Matt Eberflus survives in Chicago. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's very interesting. Uh, what that's going to look like going further? I, you know, I think that's a real kinetic. Brandon, that quarterback room could be super elite. Just keep just resign Justin Fields, I say, and and draft you know saying a quarterback. That's it. Yeah, I, I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Pete Carroll out, Vrabel out. Those were the last two, both of them a little shocking. Uh, rumor is that Pete Carroll fought for his job to keep it, and they said no. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see wow. what happens there. Vrabel, and there's word about Tomlin. We'll see what happens with Tomlin. If he wants to stay or if he's going to – I mean, he has no contract. Um, I think his contract is up. Give me one second as I look at that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, sure. the Seahawks just need the, the Seahawks just really need consistent quarterbacks. Right? He's got one year right. left, John. Tomlin's got 2024, mm-hmm. and then he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report from CBS Sports is Mike Tomlin could consider stepping away after the playoffs. To just like chill out and just see what the law of the land, and then come back. Yeah, he's, young. yeah. he's a young man. You know what I mean? He's a football guy. Mm-hmm. We got, go out and get him. Maybe we'll go out and get Belichick. Is it, Brandon, Brandon, I posted on Facebook. I posted on Meta, man. Is Jim Harbaugh leaving? What's, what, is, what are we doing here? Are you leaving? Are you saying? Time take the money, Jim. They put the, the $125 million in front of I think he leaves. I think he goes to Seattle. That's the most tempting job. You're going to leave Ann Arbor for the yep. cold rainy. I'm not this I'm not hey, Seattle at all, man. You need to get out now before they, they have to vacate that title. Because the NCAA is still investigating. Oh, wait them, a man. minute. Wait, vacate? Stop it. They're vacate. still investigating. There are no rules in, in, in this in the NCAA. What are the rules? I'm sorry, John. I'm, I'm telling no you. Rules. The Big Ten no has done their rules. part. The NCAA has not decided. You know how corrupt the NCAA is. Well, I ain't saying the NCAA is corrupt. I'm not saying that. The NCAA has no power. <laughs> Excuse me. They have no power. It's, anyway, man, Brandon, that's not, that's not going to be vacated. 
All right? Let's get that off right now. I think Jim Harbaugh stays with Michigan. Stays with Michigan. The go to the Chargers? For what? John, I'm just telling you, man. The uh, to go the go coast the Tennessee Titans. They don't know. No, Seattle. Seattle does need a quarterback. Brandon, yeah, I think where you're trying to go, man. I'm pointing to the other things, man. You're, you're going to the obvious. I'm not trying to take the audience there, Brandon. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, what is Jim Harbaugh on the pro level? On the pro level, what does Jim Harbaugh know? We, we, know we know he knows. We know he knows quarterback play. That we do know. And if he can find them the right quarterback with that team, that team will be back into you know saying potential playoff. It's not Super Bowl contention. What if, what if he goes to New England? He's, man, like, I, Brandon, I had a, I had a superstar. Don't say I, it's I, I really, you know, Nah, not, I think Vrabel, I think you hit the nail on the head. Vrabel and Josh McDaniel, everybody put, they put the Evil Empire back together, man, because, like, it just kind of makes sense. The old man is gone. He's gone upstairs. You know what I mean? And, like, he's general manager now. But, like, Brandon, like, he's really, like, you know what, Brandon, the old king, he's really just going away. Because they need a new general manager. They need a, a new way of thinking. Because, like, he, did, did he break Mac Jones or is Mac Jones broke? I would, you know what I'm saying? Mac Jones, I mean, if I'm Mac Jones, he, I'm trying to get away from New England because, like, that's a hot mess. Joe Johnson or Joe Judge, whoever, that's just said Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson messed up everybody's career, everywhere he went. Did he not? Seemingly. So no man, I'm, I'm like I'm like like even if you have Bill Belichick around and he's in a general like he's he's making the pick. They got to put the new quarterback back, period, and probably got to answer some different like you got to get more dynamic on you know what I'm saying on offensive line. I mean on, you know what I'm saying at, at tight end, and they got to start over, Brandon. So I don't see Jim Harbaugh falling there. But um, you say Seattle, you say Seattle. Yeah. And you, you, you're telling the people, like, Jim Harbaugh might end up in Seattle. But, like, Brandon, better, Seattle, like, come on, man. They they got good – do they still even got good rock bands in Seattle? I don't know. He needs to get there, man. I remember. He needs to get there before uh, the vacate title happens. I'm telling you. Michigan. It's Michigan. They just – they uh, come on, man. How many times do you want them to beat Ohio State? Come on, Brandon. He got to come back to Michigan at least for one more year. Not, you don't go – you don't you – don't go, you don't win. You don't win big in Michigan to go to coast Seattle. No nah, man. I think you do if, if you know you're going to get. You're going to lose scholarships. I just looked it up. The NCAA is still investigating. CBS Sports yeah, has an article that says that Michigan may have to vacate the national title if the NCAA sees fit. I'm just read on away. CBS. Sports. Who can make it go away, Brandon? Money. <laughs> who, can make, who can make that go away? They need to make that go away already. That's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, this is my man. Dive in. What's, my, what's the coach today? He's gonna be a coach. He's gonna be a head coach somewhere. Ain't he? My man that was crying because they beat Penn State. He would take over in Michigan. You'd think it's a perfect fit. Man. Mm-hmm. It's not going. It's not going to be vacated. Not not in the next two years, bro. Maybe three. But Seattle, <laughs> I go. I, I'm for it. I Seattle. 
He's saying Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's probably going to Seattle. Yeah. He must I can't not see win. the Chargers. I can't see the Chargers. I can't see the Raiders. Jim Harbaugh and 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 uh, uh, why can't you uh, see the Jerry Raiders? Jones, I can't see it. Cowboys can't see it. Jim, Jim and Jerry Jones would implode one another. Uh uh-uh, uh, that would never happen. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Jones is right. Jerry Jones ain't gonna fire Mike McCarthy on tape. I don't think he's gonna oh, fire. Oh, he will. McCarthy be fired for sure. Ooh, you think so? I don't think he's gonna yeah. be fired. After they piss away this mm. year, yeah. Um, Atlanta. I just want a national championship game. You want me to go coach uh, Desmond Ritter? Stop it. I'm not doing that. Tennessee. Mm-mm. Dirty Bird. Nah, they uh, Tennessee's gonna bring in somebody interesting, but nah, it ain't gonna be Jim Harbaugh. Pittsburgh. If Mike McCarthy, I mean, excuse me, if Mike Tomlin goes away. Mm. But listen, man, wasn't he trying to coach Minnesota last year? Did he say Minnesota was him? Yeah, they were very close, and then it just kind of fizzled out. Maybe he's trying to stay up north. Detroit? Nah, man. Dan Campbell probably going to be coach of the year. Well, the Bears kept their coach, so it can't be Chicago. Yeah, I thought that was going to be tough to deliver. I thought, I thought he was going to make a, a skate of figure, a, you know what I'm saying, a figure eight start. Even where he ended, started it right. But, like, nah, if he ain't going to Chicago, because they ain't fired even flu, then Unless he goes back one more year, he has the agreement. <laughs> He'll go back one more year to Michigan to run it back. And then by that point next year, the Bears will fire Eberflus, and then he just fills in the role. Back-to-back. Back-to-back national championships, man. Well, I don't know about back-to-back, but let's pump it. (laughs) (laughs) Go back-to-back. John, Sunday Night Football um, had its best viewership since 2005, over 21.4 million viewers. It was up also 8% from 2022. Okay. That's it? Don't, show, hey, That's don't, don't pull them Thursday numbers. No, nah, man, don't pull them Thursday numbers, man. Sunday night football right. should be good. No, nah, Sunday night football, Monday night football, still rock solid. It's that Thursday product that's, 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 uh, that's kind of shaky. Uh, I'm always geek. I mean, I know we kind of, kind of talked, did we, did we talk especially about the coach? And that flat, that you know, what I'm saying them coming up dead. You know, what I'm saying not dead, but about they wasn't dead. It was just, it's just sad. And I know some people. The home, hey Brandon, the homie took some flat JMV because people, because he said this should have been a playoff team. People was coming at JMV about the coach kind of coming up flat. But um, oh yeah, I saw him going at people. I don't know. I, I, the Saturday night football and the Friday night football from an NFL standpoint, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, does it kind of infringe on some of the like the you know what I'm saying the, like what people kind of used to what they're kind of into like uh, Friday night football is usually you know what I'm saying set the tone for like co- a high school. Uh, yeah. Like now we have now we have college football all Friday nights. You know what I'm saying throughout the season. Now we also have college you know professional football. It, but professional football is kind of towards the, the tail end of the season though, which I'm fine with. Um, okay. Um. Now it's time for NFL playoffs, John. Uh. The brackets are out. We are going to talk the games. And as well, John, I have a bracket here for each of us that I'm going to announce the games. You're going to tell me the winners, and we're going to track our brackets. 
Um, I'll put them online okay. on Twitter, on Twitter and uh, Facebook for us. So we're going to dive game by game. Uh, first off, we'll start with the Saturday game at 4:30. The team that always plays Saturdays at 4:30 in the playoffs. Uh, if you remember all the history, Houston Texans, your AFC South champions. <laughs> the Texans, after the Jaguars piss it down their legs, John. Texans yeah, and Browns. Saturday at 4.30. Tell me what this matchup and who do you like? Did Cleveland score a point the, the, against the Bengals this past weekend? That was horrible, man. <laughs> Give me the Texans, man. You got you to gotta be a believer, man, in the, in the young quarterback and the, in the rookie uh, head coach. He's a brother. Uh, I'm going with the Texans. I'm not going all in on the Texans. Like, I'm like, hey, man, AFC South, I'm, you know what I'm saying, crazy. But, like, no, man. The, 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 I know it, it, y'all, Brandon Reese is riding the daggone the Joe Flacco train. Uh, Whoa! It, it's not like so, he's had a, he's had a, he's got a high number of interceptions too, bro. He got a lot, he got, he got a lot of touchdowns, high number of interceptions. But like, nah, man, you need Texas on this one. This should win. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Texans as well, man. This is a great opportunity for C.J. Stroud and mm-hmm. his team, riding high to get some bodies back after the injuries. Uh, Cleveland with Joe Flacco at some point, it's got to end. Uh, I know you played backups last week, but going back into it here, I just don't like this matchup for the Brownies here. You lost, obviously, uh, Kareem Hunt – or, sorry, uh, Nick Chubb in the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Houston's the hotter team right now, and I like Houston in this game here. So I'm taking Houston as well. Uh, the next game, Saturday night, John, the Miami Dolphins – Another team who pissed away the AFC East title against Buffalo. Come on, man. The Miami Dolphins are heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Miami is about to play the Chiefs. The temperature will be one degree at kickoff. Love it. I love it. I love it. And two or three will love it. This is the last time y'all going to see me in a Miami Dolphins uniform. Um, Whoa. Yeah. You clip it. I'll clip it. Don't worry about it. He ain't playing next year. Where's he gonna be? Uh, I don't know, man. Everybody always wants mediocre quarterback play, so they overpay for him somewhere else. Damn, he is going. And that coach, that coach, that coach really is a whole mouth talking about the media. Just take a chill pill. I'll get with my team for the next two weeks. They ain't won a big (laughs) game since. Man, I don't want to hear that crap. Oh, run that receipt. He's full of what's his name, man? Little little. Little picklehead, little dude. Mike McDaniel. Like, Mike McDaniel, man. Nobody should respect him for saying he came at the media. Oh, we the media. He came at the media talking about everybody takes their time. I know what I'm doing. Respectfully kiss my grits. And then this is how you show up? This is how you show out? Kiss it. Like, man, please. They ain't beating the Chiefs. Not this weekend or the next. Damn. <laughs> All right. They not. Uh, so, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Steelers at the Bills, John. It will be around 15 degrees with snow in this game. Steelers at the Bills. That's going to be good, man. It's going to be good and close, man, because that fool, that fool play for the Buffalo Bills, we'll throw it to you. He'll give it to you. He's good. Josh Allen Allen is good, but he'll give it to the other team, too. He's going to let you try to win, too. I don't know know how his mind works sometimes, man. because he likes he likes playing in close games, man. I think they kind of keep. I think I know, and I know the Steelers. You know, what I'm saying the homie uh, Watts not playing, man. Um, 
this is off the you know, offensive mind team. He has to win here. I go with the Bills, uh, but like it's gonna be close, man. Because you know, because just because of Josh Allen. Oh my goodness. The, the spread is ten. Bills by ten. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Betting Uh-oh. wise, this weekend I am going to bet on this game. I am taking the Steelers <laughs> plus the ten. What? Uh, overall, for our pick here for the brackets, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Buffalo. I don't feel excited about it, but I'm going to take Buffalo. If J- if TJ Watt was playing, I would take the Steelers for an upset. I really would because Buffalo is dumb enough that would keep Pittsburgh Dude. hanging in this game. They are dumb enough in snow what to keep good, Pittsburgh man. hanging in that we would find a way. Mike Tomlin would find a way to keep this team hanging in there where they might just win man. the damn thing. <laughs> they would. I, 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 you'd be laughing. I might change my pick. Just take take Pittsburgh. No man, John Allen's gonna throw an interception, y'all. Bank on it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I haven't written down what I'm taking yet, but uh, you know what? I, say, say what you got, man. Let, yep. If TJ Watt was playing, I'd feel I'd feel a lot better taking the Steelers in this pick. I really would, John. The problem is, or it's not really a problem, I can just see us hanging in there for this game in the snow. You know, it's just people step up. Mason's played well. How long is that going to last? That's the problem I have with it. Uh, The team's played better. I'm going to take Buffalo. I think Steelers cover it. I think they cover the 10, but I'm going to take Buffalo. Even though it would not shock me. You can clip it. It would not shock me for the Steelers to upset Buffalo. And that's not even a homer pick. That's just knowing metrics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next game is at 430 on Sunday. The Green Bay Packers versus the Dallas Cowboys. John, Mm -hmm. what do you like? Cowboys have to win. I'm shocked the Green Bay Packers have got to this point as they kind of fluctuated, uh, you know what I'm saying, offensively with some of their play, man. But they won the games, man, on their schedule. And here they are playing with house money, man. Usually I would go with the underdog, but like, man, I think. I think Dallas take care. Dallas take care of business, man. So give me the Cowboys. I feel like the easy pick here would be Dallas, but aren't they due for a piss down their leg, Mike McCarthy style game against his old team, the Packers? Jordan Love, Matt Lafleur, they come into Jerry's world. Everybody's expecting Dallas to win this game, and Green Bay comes there and upsets oh them. Holy oh cow! McCarthy may be fired before the end of Sunday night's uh, Sunday night game. That could be happening. So, with that pick, I want to take the Packers so bad, John. I really do. But I think Dallas survives one game. It's close, John. I think it's fingernail close that Jerry's clipping those fingernails. But I'm taking the Cowboys in this. I don't closer than the experts think. Man, my Cowboys gonna take care of business. Next game is the uh, Sunday Night Football Rams at the Lions. Matt Stafford coming back. Uh, you've got uh, uh, the I can't even think of the Lions quarterback. Um, what the hell's Jared his name? Goff. Goff taking on McVay. 
Uh, again, you know, uh, Stafford and McVeigh in the hot tub in Mexico and uh, started this whole damn thing. I've said it for a few weeks, John, and I ain't, I ain't talking of it whatsoever. Give me the Rams over the Lions. What? Oh, my goodness. We had to keep our funding, man. <laughs> no, Sorry. Man, um, <laughs> no, I know, man. Yeah, uh, and all, what's, what's the spread? Is it is it seven points? Or? Uh, let me give you the spread real quick. I haven't, I didn't actually even mm-hmm. look at that spread. But I'm putting money already on uh, on uh, the Rams for that. So, uh, wow. the, so we know the the uh, I'll, I'll go through them all real quick. The the Browns are favorites by two and a half. I'm gonna have to take the Texans on that. I like that. The Chiefs are only four and a half uh, against the Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo is ten. The Packers, or sorry, the Cowboys are seven and a half point favorites. I think Packers easily cover that seven and a half. I think it's closer than you think. Uh, the Red Lions are a three point favorite at home, which means typically home teams get three points, so they're thinking it's an even game. Yeah, Rams have played better. Uh, they they struck frequently put themselves in this, in this position. Okay, after kind of having a slow start to the beginning of the season, you got to remember, y'all, 17 games, everybody's not going, you know what I'm saying, 12-5, uh, and five, man. So, but like, here they are, a veteran team that's real dangerous, and, you know what I'm saying, they, they have history. Jerry Goff has history with that team. Matthew Stafford had, holds every, what, passing statistical category with, as a Detroit Lions that they, that they have, man. So, But uh, there's been a culture change since he's left. Uh, Dan Campbell probably think, I think he's gonna be coach of the year this year. They, they, they they've had they they've got some improvements uh, either with uh, in their running game. We talking about the Lions, uh, and, and like I said, and with their special teams, Lord have mercy. And we all know, like I said, it goes it kind of everything kind of points back to the coach. Man, he's the gambler. He don't give a damn about fourth down. He don't give a damn about extra point. He's going for two. This is crazy. We saw it, right? Uh, so that kind of gives you kind of pause on some of his game managing. Uh, prowess, you know what I mean? Like he's hot-headed, hot-tempered man, and doesn't necessarily. But I don't. And in that regard, like you know, what I'm saying, if you were kind of betting a point spread, that would be leery. You know, what I'm saying I really would be because, like, man, Dan Campbell, man, don't give a damn about your point spread. He's trying to have some type of history. He, he wants to be in the history book to be the first coach to ever take the Detroit Lions from lowliness to holiness. This is what he wants, right? And he's kind of got. You know what I'm saying? Chapter one, chapter two. He's just trying to get to chapter three. I don't know if they ever make it to the Super Bowl this year. But, you know what I'm saying, a couple more seasons, you know what I mean, a couple more pieces, whatever, a couple more maneuvers. Who knows? But right now, man, from a talent standpoint, I think they're a little bit better in position and emotionally to beat the Rams. I think the Rams, it kind of ends right. You know what I'm saying? They put together a nice little package to get to this point. And to play spoiler would be great, but I don't think that happens. I think the Detroit Lions have enough mojo. They get through this game. Close, like I said, that's why the points were. I'm not, I'm, but I'm really not playing the points for us, but like close, but uh, give me the Lions. Okay. And then uh, Monday night football, the, the the Philadelphia Eagles, who the wheels are falling off this Man, this what the hell? Um, <laughs> just, just completely going to complete shit. Um, trouble for them. They're going to Tampa to take on Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, who won the South. Who do you like in this one, John? <laughs> Come on, man, Baker. Can they Baker win the game, the 
Can this the spread is three right now? The, the spread the is way, the way three. Man, the way the Eagles are playing, man, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win this game. And I'm, I'm you know what? I told you I was just go with the, with the underdog right now. I'm, I'm about to. I'm gonna take the underdog. Give me Tampa Bay. Tampa. He's taking Tampa. I like it. Okay. So John is taking Tampa Bay. So for our listeners here in the wild card rounds, John's got Houston, Kansas City, Buffalo, Tampa, Detroit, and Dallas. I have Houston, Kansas City, Buffalo, Philly, the Rams, and Dallas. I think Philadelphia writes the ship in this game. I think they survive at least one game. Um, I've got Philly winning this game here. Um, I think they have to get back to their winning win. If not, I mean, Sirianni, you could be fired and Jim Harbaugh take over Philly. Come on, man. Ain't, ain't going to be that kind of take off. Not yet, man. Not yet. Frank Wright is coming back, though. I bet you. <laughs> All right, so now with these brackets, we're doing predictions. we got to go to the next round. Divisional rounds, John. Divisional rounds. Baltimore versus Houston. We both have Houston. So Baltimore versus Houston. I'm going to take Baltimore in this one. Uh, I think they get it done against Houston in the second round. Uh, I think they're just too powerful with that offense. That defense will look good. They've had some rest. Uh, I like Baltimore mm-hmm. to win over Houston in the divisional game. Yeah, the extra game would kind of concern me. I, kind of, I thought they played. Did they play this year? I'm not sure. I don't have I don't have the, the, the game schedule. Let me look. For you. But like, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can't expect the MVP. They played the first game of the yeah. season. Baltimore won 25 yeah. to nine. Hard man, hard beat the team second a second time around like that though, Brandon. They're a different team, man. So again, uh, if you're betting, if you listen to the Crossroads Sports Experience, me and Brandon Reese right now, if you're betting point spreads, what's the point spread on that one? Well, oh no, well, oh, that, that, that we don't have it. We don't have that yet. But not yet. I would, but I don't know. You play you play them a second time around, man. Uh, but I, but so check the point spread on that. So that's what I said. But as far as like who's going to win that game. That'd be a big moment if CJ Stroud and that, you know, say rookie, rookie coach too, rookie coach staff could go in to a Baltimore race that's going to be super charged up. That'd be big. That'd be a big time moment. So I, I would imagine the odds uh, of them would just be in their favor. But I, I think it's going to be a closer game than you know, saying than, than that first game was. So it's like, uh, like I said, give me the Ravens. But like I said, I can't wait to see the points spread on that one. Yeah. I got the Ravens as well. So we both got Baltimore going to the AFC Championship. The other game is a rematch, Kansas City versus Buffalo. They've played several times times in the past. This past season during the regular season, Buffalo finally got the win against Kansas City. Seemed like KC's had their number in the past. John, me and you have a rematch in the divisional round, KC and Buffalo. Uh, I like Kansas City, man. Kansas City finds a way – in the postseason to get shit done, even when they don't expect them to. I know the defense is shittier this year. I know we've said a hundred times that Buffalo is this is the year for Buffalo, and you know this this Josh Allen whatnot. Kansas City and Buffalo. I wrote down Kansas City because I think they get it done, but the more I think about it, fuck it, give me Buffalo. You probably gonna want to change that, but I'm I, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you grant you one wish, man. Cause there's no way, man. I'm going with Kansas City. I don't 
I don't believe in the Buffalo. I didn't want to take them. You didn't damn near want to take them against the uh, against the Steelers, man. How you gonna tell them they're gonna beat the Cavs? Taylor Swift's gonna be in the game. I understand, but do you understand? Taylor, like Taylor they're the wild card to get hot, man, and they just they're they not roll. Losing. Then I Kelsey would Kelsey would pull out every you know say tight end trick that he knows, man. He's not losing for his girlfriend. Do you trust this defense? The Buffalo Bills. The defense is a who? I uh one, I don't they had a lot of it, it ain't necessarily the defense that killing Tennessee drops. By the other dudes who ain't catching, you know saying, uh the, the you know what I'm saying the passes that that, that Mahomes is throwing, it's the drops. That's the that's the issue, man. Defense always been you know, whatever. I just winded out my bracket. I'm going Buffalo. Uh-oh. Come on, Brandon. All right, we split on that one. I'm going Buffalo. Uh, in the NFC, John, we've got San Fran, the one seed against. I have Philly. You have Tampa. Um, I think San Francisco beats Philly again. Um, I got the one seed San Fran beating Philly moving on to the NFC championship. You have San Fran versus yeah. Tampa. You like. Yeah. Yeah, it it still be San Francisco, whoever comes out of that game. My point so you're is still good by then. Yeah, yep. Okay. Um sorry, I'm writing it down as we're talking. And then the other one, the NFC John. Uh, you have Detroit versus Dallas. I have the Rams versus Dallas. I've got Dallas beating the Rams. So Dallas going to the NFC Championship. Uh, Detroit versus Dallas. Who do you like? Rematch. Second time. Second. A rematch? Oh, my God. How could they, how could they not want that again, man? And this is probably where you get the disappointment to happen, man. This is probably where Dallas actually wins the game and don't the referees don't come into question there. So I'm gonna take Dallas. All right. John takes Dallas. So the AFC championships is I have Baltimore versus Buffalo. You have Baltimore versus Kansas City. In the NFC, you have San Fran versus Dallas. I have San Fran versus Dallas. So uh we'll start out. The AFC Championship, John. Baltimore versus KC. Who do you like? Um. It's tough now. (laughs) It does, it does, man. MVP versus MVP, man. And, like, is Kansas City going to wind their way? Throughout the game, do you wonder? That's what you, that's what I kind of wondered. Kind of wondering their way through the season. Um, big time moments, man. He's, 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 I think, I think you know, what I'm saying future Hall of Famer Patty Mahomes gets it done, man. They win the game, go to another Super Bowl. Let's go. All right, so John has Kansas City beating Baltimore. Okay, I've got uh, Baltimore versus Buffalo in this game. Um, I like what Baltimore's done this year. I called the MVP Lamar Jackson. Called it. So let's. I, I will always relive that moment that I've called that. Um, I'm looking right now, John, at futures. Um, Baltimore plus three ten to win the championship. Kansas City. Plus a thousand, Buffalo plus six fifty. 
Um, I'm going to go a second upset here, John. I'm going to take Buffalo over Baltimore in the AFC Championship. I think Buffalo finally, finally, wow. I'm going to take Buffalo wow. finally gets the Super Bowl. I think it's just that's not like the team of this how many times have we seen in the past wild card teams get hot towards the end of the season and then it just carries over into the playoffs, something cooks? I think McDermott, I think it's a must-win stuff for Uh-oh. him because if not, right. he might be outside looking for a different job. Because mm-hmm. he ain't going to pass on Josh Allen. So there's but not Josh, many quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Josh Allen's the Eli Manning in this generation, is you trying to tell me. This is what you're trying to tell me. Yep. He's going to stumble his way into a Super Bowl. All right. He'll get one. He'll get one up there. Um, (laughs) NFC side, John. We both have San Fran versus Dallas. Who do you like? Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Dak's throwing throwing for at least two interceptions, man. Give me San Francisco 49ers. They're going back to the Super Bowl. Okay. So, John's got – KC versus San Fran in the Super Bowl. Uh, I like <coughs> what San Fran has done this year. Debo, Bosa, Caffrey, Purdy for the most part. I question the quarterback play. Um, as I look at both teams, I question more on the quarterback side of San Fran than I do Dallas, John. And uh, I, with that being said, I think mm-hmm. it, uh, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl, and what? we have a rematch. We have a rematch of the 1993 Super Bowl of Buffalo and Dallas. That's what I'm going with. Hey, I had a dream. No way. I had a dream a couple nights ago that the logos there of the 1993 Super Bowl from Pasadena. With the roses and the, those two teams, make it happen. I'm I got to happen. Make it happen, man. We need some new legends anyway, don't we? Now, what's the next? Seeing those Taylor. colors, seeing those teams in those colors in a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. like doesn't that bring back some like nostalgia a little bit? Thinking about Dude, it, that was my man. That's, that, that's when I first got into like sports that, analytics and all those things. John, that is the equivalent. That's the equivalent of seeing a sports graphic with the logos and the names of New York versus. Chicago for the Bulls and Knicks. That's the equivalent Probably. to me. I got like the yeah. growing up. So I've got Dallas. So I got Buffalo and Dallas in the Super Bowl. You have Kansas City and San Fran. Um, mm-hmm. God, I love this. I love this a lot. Uh, John, who's your Super Bowl pick? Kansas City and San Fran. Well, check this out. Cause don't we got two different teams? Yeah. You, got another, you don't have San Francisco. No, I got them getting beat so by Dallas. Can, so we got to pick each other's pick. You tell me out of my team. I'll tell you between San Francisco and, and Chiefs. Um, yep. It kind of comes – it'll probably come down to hell. Uh, if, if you're talking about quarterback play, the Chiefs still got that. If you're talking about better defense, San Francisco for like that. We still got – it's an offensive mind. I was still I was still excited with the Chiefs, and I would have the Chiefs uh, winning over the San Francisco 49ers if that were to happen. Okay, so if your bracket, you're going to have Kansas City over the 49ers. Well, Tanner called me a jackass uh, for taking Dallas uh-oh, over uh-oh. them, so I'm sure you may call you uh-oh, a jackass uh-oh. here in a second. So, 
Uh, he goes, if you don't have San Fran in the Super Bowl, you're a jackass. So, well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, I just want some nostalgia, man. Give me some nostalgia. So, John, you're taking Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. <laughs> That's right. I am. That's right. All right. And for me, I've got <laughs> Bills and Cowboys rematch of 93. A little bit of new blood in there. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take the oh Bills to win the Super Bowl. How many interceptions would be in this game? <laughs> and so much it pisses Jerry off that he fires McCarthy afterwards because he just couldn't get it done. After the Super Bowl, once they lose? Yep. Hold on, Brandon. I didn't want to take your – I want to talk on your pick. That's what I'm saying. If the if the Dallas Cowboys get to the Super Bowl, there's no way the Buffalo Bills would beat them. There's no you way. think so? I think they got better defense. Well, I can't take the Cowboys, John. I just I, <laughs> I get that. I get that. Nobody trusts him. Plus I'm also trying to do a little reverse psychology that if I pick the Bills mm-hmm. and win the Super Bowl, maybe the Steelers are upset in the wild card. Maybe a little okay. maybe a little reverse psychology. I, got there. You. I mean it's the the Bills have the second or the third highest uh uh percentage for winning the Super Bowl on uh DraftKings. Plus six fifty. So, uh, but no. So you got Kansas City. I got Buffalo. It's uh, mm-hmm. I'll be able to put those out. That's going to be something. So I'm sure we'll get so we'll get dragged in the mud for some of those picks. Like but, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, that's the fun of it, right? Nobody wants to see a boring, mm-hmm. a boring chalk graphic, no. right? A bracket, right? Right. Brock so, Purdy gonna win the Super Bowl? Stop it. <laughs> You hear that, Tanner? Rock 30 to win the Super Bowl? Come on now. You can win the Mountain West, man. Come on. Oh, uh, NBA, John. Uh, Pacers. Yeah, it's back. Pacers. It came out today from Evan Sidry. The Pacers are, quote, very, very determined to not include Jarris Walker in any trade per Woj. Indiana is very high on Walker's long-term potential, as are other teams around the league. In a potential mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam trade, Walker could be a key sticking point in negotiations. Yeah, that the, the Pacers ain't, ain't trading nobody, man. Uh, I'm glad uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm glad they kind of they dodged a bullet with the with Tyree Halliburton uh, injury. He's gonna probably sit for three, probably three and a half weeks or so. I, but that's not necessarily. You know, what I mean, the, the team will go up two weeks. It was up and down in that, in that three and a half weeks. Uh, but you also got to understand that some of that probably, even that three and a half weeks before he come out of an injury, uh, he probably going to sit, you know what I'm saying, with rest anyway, to, to, to some of that. So, uh, just unfortunate. Uh, but it is, you know what I'm saying, rather, you know what I'm saying, good to hear that it's not a tear or, you know what I'm saying, it's not a knee blown out or, you know what I'm saying, uh, something other, some other severity. But, uh, but like I said, it, you know what I'm saying, the Indiana Pacers have a team that was built with depth in mind. And like now, you know what I'm saying, the Andrew Nimhards, uh, the 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 T J McConnells, they they they'll get the the the, 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 the time at, at point guard and you know what I'm saying, probably assistant at, at, you know, at shooting guard too, man, uh, knowing how uh Coach Carlisle like you know what I'm saying, like to run a small ball lineup. But uh they have depth. Brandon, you know what I'm saying, Buddy Hill get more shots, you know what I'm saying, you'll get uh, more 
uh, you know what I'm saying, resume on, on Matherin. Should, you know what I'm saying, should the Pacers kind of keep him around or whatnot? Um, but, yeah, man, and, but they, the, you know what I'm saying, they, they reacted real well, uh, you know what I'm saying, when the injury in real time. Uh, as they you know, face in Boston, they kind of kept emotionally could have went the other way, right? And they could have just built it, and they didn't, man. So the Pacers, the Pacers are good, y'all. Just how good can they be without their All Star? It's going to be the question for the next month or so. So that's, and that, that's you know, what I'm saying. But like I said, they they're going to lean on the depth, and like uh, I, I think this, I think that's the the best plan. Uh, don't be trying to trade Jarrett Walker. That dude, we see, all right, man. Him and uh, uh, what's the other kid? Sheway. I know I haven't necessarily been high on, on, on Sheway, but like man, they they're killing uh, with the Madden. They're killing on, with the G League team. It's it's, it's it's kind of with developing with them and getting into a point where they're you know what I'm saying their bodies can take a you know what I'm saying 82 game rigors and they can play a back to back. And they're not necessarily making rookie mistakes. They're not necessarily making rookie mistakes, man. So uh, like no nah, man, future's bright with the Pacers. Future's bright with those. Uh, you know, future young reserve piece of smoke. Like, so, nah, y'all, man, Pacers, not Pacers, Pacers fandom, y'all not get paid to see Austin, man. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did luck out with uh, with Tyrese's injury not being as bad. I had I had Paul George and Oladipo uh, flashbacks in my head during that time when you texted me because I was watching the football game and you texted me that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and it's crazy. Brandon, at the same time, man, John Morant. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he, not, in, not, not in the game, but just they just told him, like, before, you know what I'm saying, like, you got you got with a label, and season's done. And I know it was kind of goofy when he first came back, man. Little sister jumped online, and we all made fun. His dad was dancing on the sideline. His job was dancing on the sideline. But, you know what I'm saying, in real time, since he's been back, uh, the team has reacted well. And I don't think he, he hasn't necessarily played all the games. Uh, since he's been back, honestly, but uh, since he's been back, they haven't lost the game. And uh, even last, even last night against Dallas, uh, uh, with the with the bad news with him being out for the, it's unfortunate, just for the rest of the season. Um, the John Morant, you know, what I mean, he's gonna be gone, another star. But yeah, that team was looking forward to like kind of digging themselves out of the hole that they kind of been put put themselves in. Like now, now they're kind of looking at uh, like what are they, you know, saying what's the reaction, you know, what saying what do they do the next. So. Uh, Tough, tough times, you know what I'm saying, to hear injury uh, with, the, with the young superstars being out. But, like, you know, so some of these teams got to figure out. Like, ain't no – they're not going to say sorry. You know, so you got to play the Bulls tomorrow next night or you got to play the Pelicans or the Lakers next night. Man, ain't no, they're not going to sit out nobody, man. So, you have to be – you have to have the next man up mentality and hopefully your roster's built to uh, withstand that. I don't necessarily think the Memphis uh, Grizzlies are. It's fortunate enough for you Pacers, for the Pacers fans, this team is, man. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what the Pacers, you know what I'm saying, kind of look like at the end of this, you know what I'm saying, streak. And, unfortunately, for the Grizzlies, the John Moran ain't coming back to the next season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Spolstra, John gets a new $120 million deal. <laughs> and how about the Miami Heat waiting for him to sign until his divorce papers were signed officially? That's baller hey, status. That's crazy. That's some that's some old mafioso type of stuff, man. They know internal internal ins and out of his business, man. Uh, and you know, I mean, whatnot. So, like, you know, unfortunately, that's part of you know, so living your life in front of all these cameras and microphones, man. Everybody kind of knows just every other steps, man, including the team that you play uh, make post for. Uh, nobody, I don't necessarily have a problem with the dollar amount. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of kooky that, you know, she's going through divorce and all the things, man. Like, so she can't get no cut of money. But I mean, divorces are messy. We all know this stuff. Uh, but, uh, hey, hey, man, bro, he was a millionaire before, so it ain't like she's totally cut out of, like, any type of riches or anything like that. She's going to be touching at 125, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Kawhi Leonard signs a three-year, $153 million extension with the Clippers, and apparently they're That's working right. on a Paul George extension. Well, man, that hey, man, Brandon Reed, Paul George is a podcaster. He ain't no NBA champion. I know, and ain't no disrespect to podcasters. That's what we Did are. You hear Al Harrington Did you see that video I sent you about Al Harrington talking about his Pacers? They went to Club uh, Reed. Talking about the, yeah, oh man, that yeah. was a wild story. story. I mean, I knew the incident, but hearing the story, it was wild. Yeah, real wild. And like, how many guns Jamal Tinsley had? In Just his rolling car down the yeah, I mean, I, I like I like the stories and whatnot, but like with active players or like telling stories, it kind of like, all right, man, but you you retired, bro. You ain't you ain't for real no more. You out here collecting right. checks. I heard I heard one with um, Gordon Hayward. He was talking about the Utah Jazz when uh, yeah when Jer- when Jerry Sloan and uh, Deron Williams got into it. And only like at how there was like a conversation, a loud conversation. Everybody went in one room, and then coach went in one room, Williams went in one room, and then ownership went in one room. And like after that, ten minutes later came out, everybody came out. Uh, Jerry Sloan, this is like during halftime. Jerry Sloan didn't talk to the team, didn't coach the team halfway through the rest of the game. The next day resigned, and everybody, yeah, so it's crazy. But like you know, say Gordon Hay was telling this story. And meanwhile, he got a daggone horse, Charlie Horse shirt on, man. I'm like, come on, man. You tell him, you know, it's over, bro. Once you become that podcaster type of guy, man, I can't, you know, so you still play basketball. I, I, like, this one is uh, I, I do like PG's thing. podcast a little bit. I do. I like hearing those stories. It is. It's, 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 it's an entertainment thing, man. And that's kind of like, remember, that's kind of reason why maybe that's what the Pacers told me he couldn't do. Like, dude, you're going to be a basketball player or like, you can't, like, so out there, you can, you can, you can be an entertainer, have a platform, have a TV behind you. But like out here in the middle, you know, so, you know people here is crazy about basketball. Like, hey, man, what you, what you talking about? Get in front of the TV? You better score 30 tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but like, no, nah, man, congrats to Paul George. Congrats to Kawhi Leonard, man. How are you get $158 million? Is he going to play all the games? <laughs> right, like that's, that's, that's what you, you know what I mean. But like, now nah, the Clippers have been on somewhat of a, somewhat of a winning streak. Uh, LeBron posterized everybody the other night, a couple two nights ago, uh, in that in that dunk. But uh, but like, now nah, man, the, uh, like I said, you know, everything's going good with the Clippers, man. They should be, you know, passing say uh, as far as the Western Conference is concerned this year. Uh, college basketball, John. Purdue lost to Nebraska last night. IU oh goodness, lost last night to Rutgers. Uh, Decon oh trying goodness. to go crazy talking about uh, the Purdue loss. Uh, Purdue's got enough quality wins that, uh, that it's fine if they lose a game, John, because they're going to get everybody's best shot. And yeah. they've earned to be able to, uh, uh, you know, hey, this slip up, it's an easy fix for them, really. It was turnovers. If Matt Painter, they don't turn the ball over, they're going to win the ball game. Uh, pretty simple there. Mm-hmm. IU's got a mm-hmm. lot of fucking issues, John, uh, with these players. Yeah, you ain't got a, you got guys going out there you giving nothing. You got people who can't shoot free throws for 15. My dog, Tucker, 
can shoot better than four from 15 from the free throw line. You could go out there and shoot better than that. Uh, there's a lot more glowing issues with IU than Purdue. So, Decott, worry about Mike Woodson where the fan base is already starting <laughs> to turn on him. You need to worry about that instead. Brandon, it's, not, it's an ugly baby, bro. IU, IU basketball is an ugly baby. They don't have any squad one to win. And I know people are like, well, quiet, that doesn't, I know some of these things don't matter. Uh, they do matter when, you know what I'm saying, you have a, you're going to have a piss poor, you know what I'm saying, regular season Big Ten resume. And it's kind of, it's forecasting out. I, I, I don't want to glaze over Purdue because, like, that is kind of concerning that you let a little, you know what I'm saying, uh, un, like a, uh, it's somebody they should have put their foot on. Brandon, you can't, you cannot. Nebraska, Nebraska is better, started, but, no. Nebraska is better, <laughs> but everybody should, you should, your scouts should know this. You shouldn't, you should, you can't go into, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, quote-unquote, you know what I'm saying, games, and not, and not have your, I know the coaching staff knows, you know, this. Matt Painter talks about having everybody prepared for everybody. Like, you, like, you, you treat, you treat whatever, give me one of the, the games they, they, uh, the games they won two weeks ago, a, a cupcake. You treat the cupcake just like you would treat you know what I'm saying? Prepare, prepare for Illinois, uh, but I think they get kind of they kind of they kind of get caught with their pants down. This dude uh, playing for Nebraska, Kinsey Tommy Naga. I know I messed up his name, Brent. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you somebody correct me, man. But he kind of taking the Big Ten by storm. But like, man, this sounds kind of tape on this kid prior to him coming over to Nebraska. Um, and you, like that's he's like I said, he's kind of been their their primary driver. Um, Producer got problems with. You know, saying Garden, uh, you know, so, well, the, the Nebraska, and I do, I know where did do. They both of those teams kind of just sped a ball up on, you know, some ball pressure. Last night they couldn't, they they had many turnovers than, than Purdue had. You know, what I'm saying it's over seven, y'all. So, and you're not gonna. Matt Painter has told us before, told you know, what I'm saying whether it's across most sports or whoever else, like that's not how you beat. That's not how Purdue wants to play. They want to have. Ball, you know, what I'm saying maximum possession of the ball. Whether even they miss a shot, offensive rebound, like but like turnover before we can get over the line, like or turnover before we can get up a shot up, like that that drives the Matt Painter system and the Purdue Purdue way of doing things. The Matt drives drives him crazy. I go back to IU, but like you said though, Brandon, they got enough quality wins. My goodness, Brandon, they, did they beat Marquette? Right? Did they beat? Did they win the? Did they win in Maui? Right? Right there enough. Even if you go piss poor five hundred in your in your in your in your uh, in your conference, you, you got Maui and you already beat some, uh, whoever else, right? You know Arizona. You forget it. y'all forget about that. So, uh, but but you know what I'm saying the, the, the people who put the, the brackets and whatnot. They they won't. IU different situation. Man. Totally They're different coming. situation. Unfortunately, John, the fan base. I think I'm a, I think people are gonna be amazed, man. I think. Coach Wooden is a good coach, but he ain't coaching NBA level basketball. He ain't coaching G League basketball here, bro. Uh, he's ready to earn that paycheck and go off the sunset. This is a retirement job. He but he ain't coaching G League. This they need they need a coach. That that for one, like man, you can't have you gotta have one or more than one guard. And if you don't have two guards, the, the, your wing player, your small forward player, or your shooting guard gotta be a good passer. They, that's not happening. So. Can they win? Can they go 500 in the Big Ten? What you see, though, what you what you see, what you and I see, I don't think so. So that they means they got to lean on their right. That right. That means they got to lean on their resume, their their preseason resume, and it ain't there yet. It's not, it's not gonna be there yet either. 
So unless they go on some type of crazy, Tom Cream, my life is on the line, <laughs> run, you know what I'm saying? Dream magical run, you know what I'm saying? With Victor Oladipo and, and, you know what I'm saying, is hitting shots and Cody Zeller is hitting shots for you. They don't have, you know what I'm saying? They got to find their Victor Oladipo and Cody Zeller. I don't think they have that on the team. They don't have that team. David Johnson is uh, sometimes a man possessed, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, his own worst enemy. You know what I mean? And he, and he is their best lead guard. And if that is your best lead guard, then you got to – who's the leader? What is the extension? All right, what is the extension of the coach on the floor? Where is it at? You don't see it. I'm going to give praise to Renew. Outside of that, the word kid, oh. like, I don't know. No, there's no way. There's no way. He's going to have to lift a whole lot of weight. He's going to probably be a stretch four or stretch five in the, in the new NBA, playing for San Antonio sometimes in the next three or four seasons or whatever, right? But like, yeah, the court. They don't have any – they don't have any – right. They're, and then, yeah, Peyton Stovall no, – not, excuse me, not Peyton Stovall, same only. Um, the other kid, the, the transfer from uh, Ball State. Yeah, Peyton Sparks, same, same man. Peyton Stovall is, is the homie. Yeah, Peyton Sparks, he can't even get on the court. Leo – Paid off his sister's uh, NIL. He can't get on the court. So you kind of wonder, like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody else? You know what I'm saying? As far as Woodson, like, putting, putting, putting players out there, but, like, nah, man, it's, uh, it doesn't look good right now. Uh, and, then, and then it doesn't even look good for our homies down in Muslim. You know, I, I know we, we, you know, you can chime in, but, like, uh, Mike Lewis' bust, man, lost a, another close one last night at home, man. So uh, a lot of teams right here in Indiana, man, got to get got to have some – you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, looks in the mirror and, and, and get some doves in, in that one in the one loss column, and uh, and hopefully we can get some you know saying, some term, you know, some team any other teams in these brackets. Yep, absolutely, totally, totally agree, man. Uh, I was chiming up with the IU fan base last night. Uh, they are not happy with Woody, so it's uh, we'll see because I I thought they would easily make the tournament. I'm not seeing any progress, man. But you got you got a point guard that's making the team worse with him coming back, hitting people in the nuts uh, for no reason. What did uh, Brian, Brian Evans play? What did Bri- yeah, what did Brian Evans play? Uh, let me find a couple clips for you uh, real quick. So I sent you the podcast just a few minutes ago after we get off the air for you to listen to it. Um, but Brian Evans had a few things to say. Uh, give me one second here. Uh, give me one second. Let me pull my iPad out because I can get it to. Uh... <laughs> it's all good. Why you? Why y'all waiting, man? We want to thank Doctor Nichols State Farm Insurance for being our sponsor. We also want to thank uh, Maverick Custom Motorsports uh, for being our sponsor, man. To reach out to our sponsors, Doctor Nichols. It's not good insurance; it's great insurance. Reach out to our sponsor, Maverick Custom Motorsports, man. You looking for that? You know what I'm saying? You see weekend warriors who like motorcycles or speedboats, man, check out my, my, you know what I'm saying, Motorsports down in Miami, man. It's like, hey, I, as it's getting cold up here in Indy, I'm thinking about getting me a flight, bro. Catching me a flight down in Miami for a couple of days, man. I might check out Maps, man. But, uh, no, nah, man, everybody, y'all should man, check out our How Can We Do Cross Sports with our sponsors, man. Hopefully by that time, as I wrap this up, Brandon's got our, that tape we're looking for. You got it? Yep, ready to roll. Uh... So this was Brian Evans with JMV earlier uh, earlier today. So let me play some of it. Okay. And uh, we kind of went scorched earth a little bit on IU. So here we go. Um, one of his quotes, I will say if I can find it, is Brian Evans, if he thinks IU has hit the high point with Mike Woodson, quote, I do. 
Uh, he goes, Mike Woodson's never invited me. He's never spoke to me. Uh, I was uh, I was all for him. I hear I'll play some of this interview. Here we go. I, I don't know if there, there, there could be one today. That, that was so bad, and it's been bad, but it just got never invited me. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm I'm, I'm not happy with <laughs> the program at all. And and worse than that. I mentioned this earlier. I kind of wondered, because you can see, you, you mentioned those with rose-colored glasses on that are IU fans. You know, a, a lot of those rose-colored glasses are, are turning, especially after last night. And, and not one game makes a season. But let's just say this. We have seen far more descriptions like last night, gameplay-wise, from Mike Woodson and the Hoosiers than we have seen otherwise. Do you think that this program with Mike has hit its high point already? I do. Unfortunately, I do. Um, and that's a sad thing to say, right? It's not good. And, but but that, that is, that's how I'm feeling. Uh, maybe, maybe they could, they could pull off a miracle and get it back on track and make it feel different, look different. But um, that was that's bad. Right, right now, it's bad in every facet of the game. You know, they look they don't look connected to one another at all. Um, I, the, the effort level doesn't look as good as it should. And there's a couple guys that I, I think um, they they bring it. Um, but yeah, not good. The, the shooting, it, you know, we've complained and talked about the shooting for a long time. Four for fifteen from the line. Uh, that's I, I I don't think I've ever heard of that from any team at any level. I got a 12 year old son. Um, oh, and team doesn't do that. They shoot it pretty good. It, it's 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 hard to watch. Last night was really hard to watch. I I know that in maybe back in the prime, I could shoot the opposite hand and probably make six or uh-oh, seven out of And when we're four for fifteen. Oh, it gets worse, John. Listen. We're paying them to do it. Oh! It gets worse. He takes a couple shots of Woodson here. Which they never got invited. Here it comes. Thank you to JMV for uh, uh, having this great interview, by the way.
I, I was I was surprised by the hire in the first place, and, and try to be incredibly supportive of it at the time. You know, like okay, well, all right, they they know something I don't know. I, I thought it was <laughs> it, it was hard for me to to understand it, and and part of that is this is. I have, I love the program so much and always have, you know, way, way before mm-hmm. I ever, you know, dreamed of being a part of it, I was a fan. And I don't understand how we could do a search and decide on somebody that, it's almost like the opposite of Jim Harbaugh. It's a tough question for me to answer, right? Because I, I love this program and I have, it's hard for me to, to talk bad about the program. Number one, John, um, it's like the opposite of Jim Harbaugh. Like every year he's being courted by, you know, NFL teams and he's coveted, right? People want him. Yeah, my biggest issue with the hire in the first place was, you know, this is, this is not a guy that was being chased by NBA teams or college teams. We picked somebody that, that was on the side, you know, just, just off to the side that nobody was trying to hire. I, I, I couldn't understand that. I, I just had a hard time with that in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. But I was made. Um, you know, I, I want to get on board because I want to. I, I want us to win. And I said, all right, well, let's let's see what happens. Here let's, comes. let's get excited about it. And I bought season tickets for the first time in my life. You know, and they're always pretty good. Games. Bought I, the tickets. You know, three games, five games, whatever it is. You know, I can get tickets to games. Um, and that year, I said, I'm, I'm getting tickets, and I'm going to take my kids down. I'm going to go to games. I'm going to, I'm going to get down there. And, you know, let's let's get excited. We got a, a former player back, a guy that was a great player, and 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 I've never met him, but I've heard of, you know a lot of nice things. People like him, you know, at the NBA level, guys I played with and against that know uh, Mike Woodson say positive things about him. So I mean, I I, I tried really hard to get excited. Um, and yeah, you heard me correctly. I, I've never met Mike Woodson in my life. I've never been in, invited down there to a practice or anything else. <laughs> never spent any time around him. Never met the guy. Um, but I mean, he had a clean slate with me. I, I really wanted this to work out. At this point in time, it's it's hard to think that it that it's going to work out. It, it just it, I don't I don't see any signs. I don't see any signs of things getting better. I see a lot of signs of things kind of sliding. So Brian Evans, who joins. So, and he kind of goes in about this clinic. You got the robbery type of thing. There's no discipline there. You got, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, he talked about Xavier Johnson coming back. He goes, I wish he didn't come back. And he's a bad player for this team. Uh, yeah, he kind of goes scorched earth for the final eight minutes of that call. He but, did. Uh, he kind of. Yeah, kind of interesting that what what kind of piece out of there, man. I I don't I didn't understand how a player Brian Ilks, you know, what I'm saying level of basketball play. I mean, uh, he, he got a pretty decent resume uh, when it comes to IU basketball. Why is he buying a ticket? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's one. Right. And then why? And then why? Again, man, they just want you know what I'm saying. Those guys that play whether it's Van Dockage. Or somebody like Brian Evans. I'm not trying to lose those guys. And Van Dawkins, everybody knows me and him was having world wars all the time. But I do respect Van Dawkins' thing, like his views on basketball. I kind of, I respect, when I hear Brian Evans talk, 
I damn near think it's like, wait a minute, man. When, you know, when, when he's not necessarily, he's trying to not necessarily bash the program, but he's saying like, man, where is the pride? Because like that's what, like you got to be elite level to go to IU, right? But once you put on the once you put on the 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 gear, like it's not you no know, the camera. Uh uh-uh. uh, we got to get in here and try to get how, like how can we get some better basketball players so that we can win a Big Ten championship and we can go to the tournament and we can win a Final Four. I didn't say nothing about how can I get you to the NBA? How can we get you to like two course a game? There's some things in between in the, in the middle. You might get it to be on the Big Ten all whatever. You know what I'm saying? League, whatever. Second team with defensive, whatever. But, like, how can we win a Big Ten championship? How can we get to the tournament? How can we win the Final Four? If Mike Woods is not having a conversation with athletes about those three things, you ain't talking IU basketball. If it pertains to the fandom that drives it, the the people that put money, the, the people, you know what I'm talking about, the people that put money into, like, whoever paid for time, uh, Cream's buyout and whoever pays for Tom Allen's buyout. Those people, if you ain't talking about those things, how can I to an athlete and the athlete get athlete commitment, then you don't have the right coach, you ain't got the right players playing for IU basketball. Yeah, here's another segment now, from JMV. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's another segment from JMV. Call today with Brian Evans on the ride with JMV. Get the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Listen to 107.5, The fan. Here's part more. Well, I, I'm just disgusted by it, to be real honest with you. And I, I just don't think he should be putting on that uniform anymore. I mean, it, it stands for something. It means something. I you, told you. Conversation after coach's passing. That was an emotional thing, right? Yeah, it was. Because we we really because we really care about it. And when you watch somebody just tear it down, we don't behave like that. That's unacceptable on every level. And and this is a repeat offender. You know, one of the I, I know that I talked to you around the time that that group of guys were suspended um, before that Northwestern game. Yeah, I thought that's one of the worst things I've ever heard of. That you know, a, a group of upperclassmen, him being the key the key guy, a fourth he was a fourth year guy at that time and snuck out of the hotel with some freshmen. I mean, I, I, I don't think I would have let him return if I was Mike Woodson, to be real honest. I mean, it's it setting such a bad example, and, you know, in his fourth year with some of our freshmen that he had brought in a five-star in Tamar Bates, um, and he's sneaking them out. And that, to me, was a critical game. I'm not going to go back and rehash kind of where they were in their season, right. but that was a critical game. You remember it. And when he did that, I, I had no respect. I haven't wanted to see him play basketball since then, to be real honest. And that's before, you know, strike two, 90 mile an hour on Walnut, you know, swapping seats and pretending he didn't do it and throwing whoever was with him under Ooh. the bus. Just don't have any Damn. respect for this guy. I completely bummed out when he was granted a series. I, I, I was done watching him play last year. And now he's back. And now he's tearing down the brand, um, you know, with that move in the game. And, and with, and again, if you're a six-year guy with a brain, you're sitting here and you're a leader, and, and you're the you're the captain of the team, and you're going to mm-hmm. do that and get thrown out of the game when you, know, you stay in the game. Maybe we win the game. And, and by the way, at three and one in the conference, and knowing we're not playing real good, knowing that we're <laughs> we're getting ready to hit a tough patch of the schedule. And you're going to do that 
and get tossed out of the game, I, I don't understand how he's not being suspended by the either by the coach who clearly decided that you know we're not going to discipline anybody. Oh. We don't sit. We don't sit people down when they make horrific turnovers. We don't. We just don't. And I'm at the point where right. I don't understand how this guy played for Bob Knight. Oh, I mean, I was there. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, yeah. Hold on, coach. Slow that down. Slow that down, Big B. This guy is on Friday night, and, and we've got to watch him again. <laughs> so a little bit of uh, Brian Evans going off, man, today on the TV. Man, he must have had too many Steve Wisers, man. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. Mike Evans was never wrong on anything he said. No, I man, Mike Evans. Uh, no, I man, Mike Wilson was a hell of a player at, at IU, and Mike uh, Mike Mike Wilson was a hell of a player at Bobby Player. He's a good player, brother. I ain't gonna take that away from him, man. So, like, Bob Knight got. A lot of max effort. So, so everything that you learn from the master, quote unquote, don't necessarily always get passed down, man. Uh, I, like I said, man, Mike Wilson has put together a good coaching resume. These kids look like a lot of these guys look like they could be NBA guys. They did. He got them based on, on athletic potential, not shooting ability, not passing ability, not being able to understand like you got to stay connected and not your one-on-one game. This is what they what they kind of are. I see why he always have Olive Branch out for a guy like Xavier Johnson, you know what I mean? Because, like, he sees him as a, a, a young black man that just needs a chance. He's had somebody listen to him. But, like, this kid is, is like, good. What's the homie say? Good enough to get you fired. And that's kind of like the tunnel vision. If other, if other uh, uh, players or if, or if, guess what, people are listening to Brian Evans, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, sponsors, you know, all those things are listening to him, and like, and Wilson ain't listening. Like everything I kind of said, that that arms around you, like you gonna have to like cut ties with you know some of those players or change up and like get it back to like what's supposed to be. It's supposed to be college basketball, yeah, I get it. Everybody's getting paid, but Indiana, it does mean something a little different. It's supposed to, be, it's supposed to mean just like it means if you're a blue blood. Do you feel like a blue blood? Does it feel like a blue blood? Are you? Does it, does it feel like you know what I'm saying? Like Duke. When Zion Williamson is, you know what I'm saying, playing for them, does it feel like it's North Carolina and, you know what I'm saying, did get into the Final Four, you know what I mean, when they wasn't, when everybody kind of thought they wasn't playing, does it feel like blue blood with Kansas? Come on, man. I, you ain't in that class no more, Brady. So how do you get back there, man? You know what I'm saying, with with the past and, you know what I'm saying, with and some of the things you got to, you know what I'm saying, navigate, you know what I'm saying, uh, in this new "Quote unquote," this new NIL field of uh, got to pay players, and everybody gonna have to be bent to the will of the program, like like Bob Knight had him doing. But like, nah, man, it's it, it, there's a fine line, man. Purdue got that nice fine line where you know, what I'm saying guys are getting paid, and guys kind of show up. You know what I mean? And, and there's no just no crazy, you know, the outlandish. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Duke got still the same position. I'm not saying it's still like Coach K. This feels all right, man. I feel hey man, Brad, I know I ain't gonna go score shirts on the Dukies, man, but like they got they gotta play better. But it, it, they they don't have hot they got accountability. You can go online they, the system coach they got accountability with guys, you know, so you ain't in position where you at. Uh but uh no man. Uh I tough times for IU. So we'll see if they can turn it around next three weeks. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So John, anything else before we wrap? No, man, great, great content tonight. I thought, man, this homie Decock must be really pissed, man. I thought he kind of, I know he's kind of in on some of the Facebook. 
Oh, you did the Pacers game, but like, no, man, no, great, great show, man. Like I said, I would say, say thank you to all the people who did chime in to the Facebook comments and on Twitter, man. You said we had a couple of people chime in with on yeah. Twitter, man. Thanks, man. The brand, the brand is going Crossroads Sports. That's Brandon Reef. I'm John Tversion, man. I already talked, told y'all to talk to the sponsors, man. Scott Clayton of the State Farm Insurance, Mavis Custom Motorsports. Reach out to him, man. That, hey, man, we'll be back. Check for the story on Instagram. Check for the tweet from Brandon Reef. Check for the tweet from Three Foolish, man. Uh, like I said, man, I don't have anything else, man. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show. You can find more episodes on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Be sure to like and subscribe for more Crossroads Sports content. When you earn your degree online at Arizona State University, you get everything the nation's most innovative university has to offer. The same internationally recognized faculty, the same nationally ranked programs, the same degree. Learn more at asuonline.asu.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.